0: Was 2023 the resurgence of the gaming handheld, or was it just a flash in the pan? We're going to talk about that and so much more in this episode of Decked Up, a gaming and tech podcast. Hello everyone, this is Mikhail Casanova, the host of Decked Up, the Gaming attack Tech Podcast, and we're coming at you from Honolulu, Hawaii. And this is the last episode of Decked Up that will be happening in 2023. I'm I gotta be honest, I'm a little nervous because going into 2024, I, I I'm literally not sure what to expect. But um nonetheless, this is uh the last podcast that we're doing this year 2024 it's going to be a whole crazy year but the the thing i want to talk about is with this particular episode is the resurgence of the gaming handheld now we all know that you know before handhelds were dominated by nintendo with the game boys the ds line 3ds and now the switch but did we ever think that we would get to a point where we would have gaming handheld pcs that are offering equivalent, if not better value than something Nintendo is putting out, and is actually being able to sustain itself on the same market for the most part. I mean, they're all within the game niche space, but there's something that I never really thought we were ever gonna see before. So I wanna talk about that. I wanna dive in into this topic, and I wanna talk about why this is. Great for us as gamers having more choice, and really it comes down to the piece of plastic you want to use to control your characters on screen. But I I just want to say this, someone who is a gamer who's been gaming for over 30 years, I never thought that we would go back to the 90s where there were so many different gaming handhelds, and here we are. But before we dive further into that, we got to pay the bills, got to keep the lights on. So we're going to have a word from this video's sponsor. I wanted to take some time today to talk about why I think you need to pick up this chair, the E1 Racing Champion Series chair. Before we get into this video, if you want to pick up this chair at an extremely good discount, then make sure you use the code that's going to be on the screen right here. The link down in the description below that takes you to the site to purchase the chair and just throw in the code. There you go. So all that being said, let's talk about this chair. So look, brace yourselves. This is just not another gaming chair. It's a throne for kings and queens of gaming. I've lounged in this bad boy for almost a year and it hasn't cracked or given out under the pressure of my weight at all. And I'm not a small guy, I'm a big guy. I'm six foot two, I'm 208 pounds. But when I had this chair initially, I was six foot two and I was 290 pounds. So that's a lot of weight that's sitting on this chair. And now almost a year later, it's still holding up. And I have to say, when it comes to the weight of this chair, it is definitely heftier than my old gaming chair. But the weight, it just screams quality from the polyurethane armrest to the memory foam embracing every curve of your back. Alright, so let's talk about the juicy details, features and specs. Now the armrests, you can slide them and rotate them, you can lift them with the 4D adjustable setup. As far as height adjustability, it's got an easy lever, so you're soaring up or you're sinking down. It's got a recline to relax feature, so if you want to have a fancy power nap, you can do that. You can go from 85 to 155 degrees with another handy lever. You can also utilize tilt control, so, you know, because sometimes you just want to rock. It's sturdy with a durable steel frame and a 120mm class 4 gas lift that can support up to a whopping 400 pounds. The base, well, it's made out of aluminum 5 star wonder. It's got you anchored. Now, how's the ride? rolling around, silky smooth on both carpets and hardwood. Adjusting, everything is at your fingertips. Whether I'm reclining for a quick siesta or adjusting for a marathon gaming session, this chair didn't just meet expectations, it obliterated them. All right, so wrapping everything up, here are my final thoughts on the E1 Racing Champion Series chairs. If you're serious about your gaming and more importantly, your comfort, this chair isn't just an
1: option. It's the choice. All right, so now that the sponsorship part is over, let's go ahead and talk about, all right, so now that the sponsorship, blah, blah, blah.
0: All right, so now that the sponsorship segment is over, let's go ahead and talk about the gaming handheld resurgence because it is really crazy. It's really crazy that we're in 2023, going into 2024, you've got so many handheld options. I mean, the millions of INEO devices. And no, I know I bring up millions of devices, I know they don't have millions, but they release so many per year that it's kind of crazy trying to keep up with it. You know, it's, it's one of those situations where I kind of wonder are they, you know, what is their return on investment? You know, like, are they making up for as much as they're charging and how frequently they're putting out? There's got to be some losses somewhere within there, but you've got all the a- IONEO devices, you get ALK Zoe's, you've got, you know, Steam Deck, and then you've got the things that come out this year. You've got the Asus ROG Ally, you've got the Lenovo Legion Go, you've got the Steam Deck OLED, which, you know, again, it's a mid-generation refresh, but you've got that, you know, and, and then... You know, you you got your Nintendo Switch, you've got the analog pocket, you've got the Embernic devices. There's so many gaming handheld devices that are out there now. And it's just really crazy. It feels like we're in the 90s again, because I didn't think we were ever going to get to this point where it's like, such a massive resurgence was going to be occurring. And yet it is, it's here, you know, whether or not you want to, you know, play Nintendo games on Nintendo Switch. I mean, technically, you can play it on the Steam Deck and other PCs as well if you do emulation. I ain't gonna tell you how to do that, but I mean, Google is your best friend. But, you know, you can play on the Nintendo Switch, get great battery life on that, either the Switch Lite or the Switch OLED or Switch V2. You know, um also the, the OLED screen being as beautiful as it is. You know, you got access to all the Nintendo games that are available on the Switch, plus Switch Online if you do pay for that. And then outside of that, you've also got other things too. I mean, you've got, you know, the analog pocket, which is one of my favorite devices that came out. It actually came out last year, you know, and I had it last year, but I I did a bunch of tutorial videos all outdated at this point. I mean, there's no point in watching them because so many things, which is one of the reasons I don't do a lot of tutorial videos is because by the time you make it,
1: it's probably already outdated before you can publish it. So it is what it is. But nonetheless, analog pocket. If you if you still
0: have your you know Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color and the original Game Boy uh, carts, you can play on that. If you got the adapters, you can play Game Gear. You can play Turbo Graphics uh, sixteen. You can play the Neo Geo Pocket, or you can just you know emulate on that too because it's got um, you know it, you can. Um, utilize fpga to emulate the other consoles i I believe it goes up to cps 3 at this point uh i know cps 1 cps 2 and then cps 3 neo geo and all the consoles underneath that except for i believe playstation one dreamcast and 64 but i i feel like you're going to be able to like eventually add those on and, and if you use a wireless controller you can like or even a wire controller, you can reconfigure the settings for that too. So, I mean, you got a lot of options with that. They were hard to get initially, you know, especially with scalpers being out there. But now you can get an analog pocket and variety of colors like the original Game Boy Color. And then you've also got the Steam Deck, which is really what ushered in. And it's not the first mobile and a lot of people make this mistake of saying that it's the first mobile gaming PC. And it's not. There have been many before that, but this is the first commercially successful one to ever do it and do it as well as it has, and to the point where it's a mainstream product, right? You know, it's like, if you want to get games on your switch, you can, but if there are multi-platform games that are available on PC as well as the switch, if you've got a Steam deck, you're better off getting it on the Steam deck just because you're going to have substantially better performance. You know you're not going to have like as, a, as a, an example. If you were to play uh, Borderlands or, you know, any of the four Borderlands games that are on the Switch, or if you were to play um, uh, Bioshock, you know, one, two or infinite, you're going to run into the FPS uh, lock, you know, frames per second lock of it being locked to like 30 frames per second. And if there's too much going on, it may dip below that. But you can run these games on your Steam Deck at 60 frames per second. And with the Steam Deck OLED, you can go up to 90, you know, 90 hertz if you want, um, for these older titles. So, like, you're at a point where it's like, when you're looking at options, and, and, and especially with the deck, you know, the OLED variation having such a better battery life, you're going to be able to play these older games longer, especially if you're doing emulation, if you get emu deck, that's going to be really good too. You know, say you want to play something like me, I, I play a lot of retro PS2 games, PS1 games, so like Gears, El Saga, you know, um, SES titles that never came here to the United States, like Terranigma and such. And when you're playing these games, you don't have to worry about, oh, I only get at uh, two or three hours, you're probably going to get seven to nine hours of battery life if you're running emulation on it, or if you're playing older AAA games or older A games. Um, and then you've got the other devices that have come in this year, the ROG Ally and then the Lenovo Legion Go. Spec-wise, very similar devices. Performance-wise, um, there's some level of parity that's there now that wasn't there before. But these are two devices from two mainstream companies that have come out and are trying to get a piece of that pie that Valve has with the Steam Deck. And with how successful both of those are gone, even though there are a lot of people that are saying that the ROJ Ally was a failed product, I look, trust me, I was there for that. I remember all the comments, but you know, people said that was a failed product and yet it's sold well, it's been selling very well. You've got the Lenovo Legion Go, another great device that is selling incredibly well and offers, Potentially better performance, and you got more options as force connectivity. You know, you've got the dual USB-C ports, you've got the removable Joy-Cons, you've got the bigger screen. And, you know, it's a 2K screen. It's not OLED, but it's it's definitely damn sure close enough to it with how good it looks. And it's just um this is so much choice right now. And you know, going into 2024, we're gonna see. Other companies are going to be dropping handhelds. We're going to see stuff from Acer slash predator gaming. We're going to see stuff from Alienware. I mean, we saw a prototype for a- from Alienware back in 2020 that never came out. you are going to see that come out, you know, whatever they got cooking up. We're going to see more companies getting into this fray because this is now a very viable market. And because they're and, you know, and I'm going to come back around to the handheld, you know, consoles, devices, but I want to talk more about why getting more options in the handheld gaming PC space is both good in some ways It's going to be bad, but it's going to be ultimately good because this is going to force companies to start developing batteries that are just able to withstand the needs of these devices. So you can get better than, you know, an hour or 45 minutes or less playing cyberpunk on medium or low settings uh, and on a handheld. You're gonna get to a point because so many people are, especially major companies, wanting to get into this space and they wanna make their device be completely different than the competitors. I mean, look at the Legion go to the ROG Ally to the Steam Deck, right? You're gonna get more companies that are gonna come into this space they are going to innovate in various different ways. And, and you gotta keep in mind, this is all a first-generation product. Like all these devices are first-generation products. As we get into the second generation, the third generation, the fourth generation, and so on, we're gonna get substantially better performance. We're gonna get substantially better battery life. I mean, for all intents and purposes, with these P- Windows PC handhelds, they are very much a gaming laptop and a, Smaller form factor, or if you really want to go even further with it, it's basically a Microsoft Surface device
1: that is shrunk down and put in the form factor that it is. However, we are going to get to a point,
0: like I said, better, better life, the better performance. I'm looking forward to when we get the better performance where we can at least run games, especially newer games, at uh, I want to say at least. You know, with medium settings, we can do 15 watts on our devices and not have it just burn through battery life. I mean, 15 watts is not that crazy, but when you look at something like the ROG Ally, that burns through battery like crazy, right? So we are, and if y'all haven't noticed, I'm completely talking off the cuff. It's late. I want to get this podcast out. <laughs> These are things I've just been mulling in my head all day. Um, so, yeah, you, you got to get that out. You're going to have that happen. You're going to have more companies coming into this. And as that happens, competition, that's the tide, or it's going to raise all the boats, but you're also going to see a lot of, and this is where the downside comes in when it comes to the handheld PCs. You're going to have a lot of companies making devices. They're going to cut a lot of corners and then try to undercut valve or and probably not undercut in Valve, but they're probably gonna try and undercut, you know, all the major companies, Lenovo, Asus and such. And then you're gonna get into basically, I don't know how many of you guys remember the netbooks. They were not quite good laptops, right? So I I see that we're gonna start seeing that level of quality start to come out starting next year. 2024 and then going onwards, we're going to start seeing these lower quality handheld gaming PCs that I wouldn't recommend anyone pick up, but they're going to come out because, you know, they're going to be companies that are going to want to get up. They just want a piece of that pie. But then that's going to go back to the same question I have for Ioneo with their frequent outturn of products but very little innovation between them where's the return on investment. So these companies that are going to rush to make the, and maybe it's because they're using incredibly cheap parts. Um, but that's something I definitely think we're going to see. Um, I hope to see more companies. Like I, I, when I think about what Alienware showcased back in 2020, I think we're gonna see them also take what Lenovo did with the removable Joy-Cons. I know they're not Joy-Cons, I'm gonna continue to call them that. I think they're gonna take that and probably innovate on that in a better way than what Lenovo has done. That's something I definitely can see happening. And I think ultimately what Lenovo has done is they've eliminated the need for you to need to buy another controller. You know, like when you think about the uh ROG ally. It had that one controller that was like close to was it? Was it 200 I forgot how much it was. I, I bought it and I've used it all of like two times because it's not a great pro controller. But you know, the Rikiri Pro. You bought the ally, they were pushing that controller, and ultimately you sure just got an Xbox controller. But nonetheless, um and, you know, and with the limitations of that—you can't navigate through Windows using an external controller with that device, or maybe you can now with like you know hotkeys and all the other stuff that people have probably like you know whatever programming people have done since you know fan patches and such that have allowed that type of capability and performance to
1: be applicable to the controller. But that controller plus the the ally didn't make any sense. But then you look at something
0: like what Lenovo put out, they gave you a really good removable, again, Joy-Cons, really good removable Joy-Cons that also give you the capability of having Hall Effect sensors in them. So you're never gonna get stick drift and you got a touch pad and you got all this functionality. You can turn it into a mouse for FPS mode. You got all this stuff with
1: it, and it's everything you need is right there on top of something as they can give you, just case. So there's just so much that I'm excited for.
0: And other thing, let's touch on this with Nintendo. Now we all know the Switch is outdated. Switch is seven years, was it six years going on seven years, or is it at seven years now? Seven years old now? Uh, it came out in 2017 march 3rd 2017 right so that device is old it was the chip the the um tegra chip that was a tegra x1 chip that it uses was already outdated when that device came out and now it is super outdated but there's you know people are still making it work third-party companies are still making it work but we all know the next nintendo console is right around the corner I really, and from what all the leaks and everything that have come out, I really think that that's going to be dropping, probably March or April of 2024. Now I'm not putting money on that because I don't know exactly when that's going to come out, but I do think Nintendo has seen what Valve has done. They've seen what all the other competitors have done, and it has shown them that you can have really good performance in that type of form factor. And I think if they emulate what Valve has done with the Steam Deck, especially the Steam Deck OLED, or if they touch on what, you know, ASUS and Lenovo have done with the LEGO and the
1: ROG Ally, I think we can get a Switch portably. and, And keep this in mind. Y'all don't have to agree with me. I'm thinking portably, it can auto shift based on what you're playing between 10 and 15 watts. And then when you dock it, it'll
0: probably go up to 25 or 30 watts, similar to what we currently have now. But it should
1: give us the capability of at a minimum 1080p 60 when we are playing handheld. And then
0: and and the reason I say, I know a lot of people like frame rate doesn't matter We're we're in 2023, right? 10 AP 60 frames per second should be the very, very, very anything sub HD should not even be that that shouldn't be, in my opinion, a anymore.
1: But 10 AP 60 frames per second should be the thing, in my opinion. And then docking it. You can get up, you know, you can get four K output. Nintendo's gonna have to do that. They can't
0: have a whole nother console generation that that isn't. And the reason I say that is because look at the te- the the technological advancements that come with TVs, right? TVs and monitors right now. We got five K, 8K, 12k. I don't know who's paying for 12k unless you're you know Mr. Beast or something. But you know, we've got these higher
1: resolution screens, TVs, monitors and such. And the more you upscale
0: 1080p or 720p image, the rougher it looks. So Nintendo,
1: I think, guaranteed is going to give us. If not 4K and 1440p, I would be fine with that. Um, it needs to be. Backwards compatible with
0: the switch. To me, that's a non-negotiable with whatever the successor is, because you've got so many people that are heavily invested in the Switch. Just call it the Switch 2, in my opinion, or Switch Neo, or whatever you want to call it. But maintain, they have a formula, and I know Nintendo likes to beat to their own drum and do whatever, you know, do their own thing. But when you're at a point where you've got people Solidly of all age ranges invested in the switch. Same thing y'all did with the Wii. Same thing you did with the Super Nintendo and the NES. When you've got something that good, I don't think we need to
1: reinvent the wheel improve upon it. You know, if they want to keep doing flash media, fine. You know, um, I think the storage for the new Nintendo device. I
0: mean, out the gate, it shouldn't have anything less than 512 gigs of storage. In my opinion, that should be bare minimum. You should have a 512 and a 1 terabyte option. Um, are they going to make it where you can self up, you know, install bigger hard drive? No, Nintendo's not going to do that. But it needs to have, I think, at least specs comparable to the Lego or the ROG Ally or Steam Deck OLED and it will stay within that market. Maintain the portability factor and the dockable experience. And there you go, you know? And I I have confidence in Nintendo not to screw it up because I think they've run into enough roadblocks with bad decision-making. And as much as I love Nintendo 64, as much as I love the GameCube, as much as I love the Wii U, those weren't great decisions that were made in those eras that they came out for all the purposes the Wii either I mean it's just a souped up GameCube but I think after finally hitting another massive success Nintendo is not going to make that same mistake again plus partnerships they have right now with Xbox possibility of Game Pass coming to Nintendo as well as PlayStation so you got more access to more games
1: you can play I I, I honestly think Nintendo's in a good spot. Ultimately, handheld gaming's in a good
0: spot. I mean, we get more. I I really want us to have more FPGA, uh devices like the uh, Analog Pocket, mainly because I think Analog needs a competitor because they dominate that market too much
1: in the retro handheld, a retro market, and quasi uh, retro handheld uh, market. But um, yeah.
0: Yeah. As y'all can tell, I I have no script on this. I don't even have bullet points. I'm just talking off my head. It's the end of the year, you know, (laughs) I need to take my edible, have myself a beer and have a good night. I just realized my door is open over here. I was like, oh,
1: okay. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I think 2023,
0: especially when you factor in everything that's come in this year, everything we've had.
1: I mean, games have been coming out just stacked so many games nonstop. And
0: I don't think 2024 is going to be anywhere near stacked as 2023 was. Because I think the game and tech industry really need to make a point just with, with
1: 2023. I just think we're going to get greatness going forward. And it's a great time to be a gamer. So all that being said. Now that we are off the topic of that, I want to talk about. I want to, to talk to y'all on a personal level and uh, talk about this year for me as a creator. Twenty twenty three has been a um, pivotal year for me as a content creator
0: in many aspects, and the reason I say is pivotal. And I've got this.
1: Uh, this is from my hair. I'm a hair band that I'm fidgeting with. In case y'all wonder why I keep looking down, it's because I'm um 2023 has been a very pivotal year for me for many reasons um as y'all know i previously had colorectal cancer stage three and uh i've been in remission for about six years now and um
0: i've run into instances of you know, potentially coming back, um, I, I have a, I'm, I'm immunocompromised. Like I have a very weak immune system. So it's a lot of setbacks I've had this year in COVID, you know, really terrible cold that's going around the flu. Like I've been sick more
1: times this year than I ever have any other year prior in my adult life and. You know, in those times,
0: because I was focusing so heavily on content, I know you guys have probably noticed I'm not uploading anywhere near as much as I used to, um, especially with shorts. Although I'm going to be doing more shorts now because I'm using uh, Opus Clip. If you haven't heard about that, go check it out. Uh, best way to make shorts because trying to manually sit and do that. I, I, I think getting back to the point, I was getting to a point where I was so obsessed, fixated on content that my health felt altered and I wasn't focusing as much as I needed to on my family and so all the health setbacks and all that and having to step back I love content creating but it never needs to get to the point where it comes
1: before my family and my own health so um decked up will still be a weekly podcast that will be the only podcast as weekly casting over podcast will be if not every two weeks, then probably once a month, um just because I want to keep that special.
0: I want that to be where I get you know game industry tech industry folks come on and talk. as you guys know, I got one coming up with uh, Konami Way four talking about
1: Contra Operation Galuga, so I'm very excited, and I reported that a while back um the one show that i have with lehua a podcast across worlds we're going to make more stuff with that i'm not
0: sure what the frequency of that but that's going to be something that's going to be coming out more um
1: on her channel go give her a sub you know, youtube.com slash lehua superfino and um i'm still working on doing a wrestling podcast because i'm, I'm very
0: passionate about wrestling I just haven't had the time to come up with a name or how I want to go about it because I I've got so many projects. And that's the other thing. As a full time content creator, you know, full time journalism, I'm migrating my site from Wix over to Squarespace right now, so my site's down. That's stressful. You know, we've got like a decade worth of journalism that is inaccessible right now. So, you know, journalism, podcasting, all this, the reviews for tech and gaming that I'm doing. I got more partnerships that are coming in, more things to where, you know, I have to be a little bit more selective about what I'm dedicating my time to. And whatever I do has to come
1: after my family. And then after my family's my own. So 2024 is going to be a much more
0: concentrated effort of like focusing on certain things. Like there's not going to be more cast of a podcast decked up collaboration because, you know, get y'all to watch more one collaborate and that's not going to be happening. Um, other thing too, I guess I can touch on, I guess, you know, I keep getting comments about my hair and everything. I figure I'll go ahead and talk about it. Cause I, I feel I touched on this before, but I guess people don't pay attention.
1: Um, so yes, I was bald beginning of the year. I've done a lot of things to start growing my hair back and I did grow my hair, you know, I, my hair grows fast. So I started growing my hair and as it got to about this long, it's like, you know, in the fro, and then as you guys saw, I got curl locks, my dreadlocks, curl locks. And then, when re it and got it re locked, and it's longer. Got extra extensions. That's all it is. Just change out my look. And, you know, I've had people
0: say, oh, it's a wig, and I was like, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. Um,
1: it's just interesting how obsessed people are with that. I find that very funny. And even if it was, here's my thing. I nearly fucking died from cancer. I nearly died two years ago from pneumonia. I nearly died last year from pneumonia.
0: I nearly died this year from pneumonia. Nearly died from that cold that came out. Nearly
1: died from the flu. I've been at death's door many times. And I'm still here. So if I want to grow my hair out, I want to get extensions, or I want to change my look,
0: I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Because, God
1: damn it, I have fought to stay alive. And if that bothers you, you can go elsewhere.
0: That's all I gotta say. Hope y'all had a good one. we y'all enjoyed this episode, if y'all are excited for next year, all the content coming out and all that, hey, consider giving us a subscribe. Follow us on social media and all the other stuff. But all that out the way, the biggest thing I want to say is um, you know, happy new year. I hope whatever your new year's resolutions. Um, I hope they become your reality. You know, if you want to lose weight or if you want a new job or you want a new car, whatever, <laughs> go out and make it happen. If you want to change your look, you want to, that's another thing. You know, you know people are so fixated on my hair. Y'all haven't realized I've lost over a hundred
1: pounds. I started this year off at two hundred and two hundred ninety-seven 297 pounds. And I am 191 pounds right now. That's because I got on top of eating, diet, above all, supplements, and sleep. Just trying to remove as much stress from that. I've I've dropped a lot of weight, changed my
0: lookup, grew up my hair change my hairstyle and I'm just going to live life to the
1: fullest because who knows if if I and I don't have anything left to knock on but you know given that I don't have a strong immune system I'm very prone to getting sick and getting deathly sick you know if I die in 2024 At least I'll know that I did everything I wanted to do. I was told I would never be, uh, I would never be able to do content creating. That's my full-time career. I'd never
0: have more than two subscribers on YouTube. We're trending towards
1: 32,000 subscribers now. I'd never had millions of views past way past millions of views overall. Um, I was told I'd never be able to work with the gaming tech industry, actively doing both and on a first name basis. So I'm going to do what I do. i live life, I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, I hell, I've even
0: caressed. <laughs> never graduate high I had never so I was never graduate high school
1: graduate high school graduate college so I was never so I was going to get kicked out of college graduated yeah degree in marketing bachelors in marketing bachelors in journalism bachelors in psychology anybody told you what you can't do let them watch you succeed so that's that's all i got for y'all
0: stay safe stay up stay motivated stay blessed have aloha and happy new year see y'all in the next one peace